Hey everyone, you're listening to It's Not Just a Habit, where we talk about the small things that make room for big changes. I'm your host, Zoe Bjornsson, and I'm glad you're here. Hey everyone, welcome back to It's Not Just a Habit, where we talk about the small things that make room for big changes. It's been a while since I've released a new podcast episode. Um, And honestly, I'm coming at you in early January, and this podcast was recorded back in September. Um, You know, life just comes at you fast, and sometimes we can't make room for the habits, rituals, routines, goals, intentions that we had originally set. So just here to keep it real with y'all, but I'm very excited to share with you an episode that's near and dear to my heart with Amy Fraser of OK Real. Amy is the founder of OK Real, and she's played a a huge part, I think, in my journey to learning about myself, learning about my intuition, and just getting in tune with everything that helps you get closer to whatever your purpose might be. I took a um, mentor course with Amy back in 2017, I think it was, Um, and it really was the first time that I ever got close to that concept of intuition and and growing that as a muscle. So, um, you know, I thank Amy for that. And and since then, she's done events with American Eagle and Aerie. She's, uh, you know, moved back to New Zealand from New York. She's had a child and she's kept growing OK Real and pivoting it as her life changes and as the world changes. So, this episode is is really about learning about her story that you know may or may not include habits, um, but also learning about how you know the the habits that that we have and the things that energize us can change and and how that just varies from person to person. But also knowing that as women we really need this concept of community and having community as a ritual as a habit as something that you hold close is really important to uh, anyone's success. So with that being said, I'm very grateful for uh, Amy's time. And again, if, if you're interested in looking up OK Real, they're on Instagram at heyokreal and at okreal.co. They have some amazing courses that you can take um, and you'll hear more about them in this episode. So give it a listen. I hope you enjoy. Amy, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you about habits and routines and entrepreneurship and changing your life and all the goodness that comes out of it. Hi, Zoe. Me too. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak with you and this new podcast. Very, very honored to be involved. Yeah, I, you were one of the first people that came to my mind just because after doing the mentor circle in New York, gosh, I want to say three years ago. So long four? ago. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, before we get started, I like to do a little rapid fire uh, habit question. So just three questions and you can just respond with whatever comes top of mind. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First thing that you drink in the morning. Either water or um. I'll chug like a liter of coffee. <laughs> I, I wish that I could say that I drank like lemon water, but um, no, I, I think I, I'm, I'm interested that you thought of me for this podcast because to be, to be completely honest, I'm, I have idealized um, 
habits and rituals, but whether I achieve them is another, is another story. So yeah, I'd say, yeah, I gulp down some water and then get the coffee going. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of in the same boat. Um, what is one habit that you wish you started doing earlier in your life? Um, I wish I'd started, um, protecting my face from the sun. I think that, um, I'm actually, I kind of lucked out, I think with New Zealand, Mm. um, you know, I grew up here and then, but I was in, I was in America, I was in New York for the better part of my, you know, for a decade really from 20 to 30, give or take. And, um, now I've had, I've had a few people say about my skin, like, oh, you know, you don't have as as much skin damage as you should if you had been living in New Zealand. So that's really interesting. However, um, I am now in my almost like I'm in my early thirties approaching mid thirties and I'm like, Oh God, like there's no wrinkle every day. I want, you know, I wonder if I'd actually taken care of my skin when, um, when I was a bit younger, then maybe I could have slowed down some of the signs of aging, but you know what? Aging is a privilege and I'm just learning to embrace it. Mm. So, but that's probably one habit. Yeah. One thing staying out of the sun. I love the sun. So I don't, I don't know. I know I'm the same. Well, New Zealand is one place, but California is is kind of in the same boat. Like we're just sun and water babies. Like that's just how we, I don't know, grew up. I love being outside. Uh, You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay. So last one, the ritual that you never do, but you wish you could or you did. I think a ritual that I... Oh, I used to be an avid worker outer, um, exercise. Mm. I, um, I wish that I think since having a, a baby and having a toddler, my mornings are just gone. Um, I know that there are people who wake up and meditate and get like a yoga session in and mornings used to be a really sacred time for me. I wish that I still kind of had that. Mm. My mornings are now driven by my toddler and not my own um, calendar. So one thing I wish, like a ritual I wish that I could have maintained is, maybe I will again in the future, is to um, be able to work out in the morning. That's when I feel I'm at my mm. at my peak. Um, but by the time we do the daycare drop-off and the breakfast and the toilet training and the, you know, then it's kind of like I need to get into work. So, yeah, there you go. Wish I could, yeah. wish I could work out in those precious that kind of 6 to 8 a.m. I find is a really like key time, mm-hmm. like you time, but as a parent, you don't, it's kind of nullified. Yeah, you've got a new calendar in the form of a tiny human. Yeah, yeah. So it's replaced with really great things like cuddles and like, mm. yeah, but yeah. I love it. Um, so, I mean, you are a mother, you're an entrepreneur, community builder. You're so many of these wonderful things. The founder of OK Real, which, um, you know, has definitely made a huge impact on my life. Mm. And I know so many other women. And recently shifted your business quite significantly as the world changed, as so many businesses have. But tell me about how you felt your habits, either personal or professional, kind of shift over over that change in, in recent um, yeah. months. But then also as you picked up your life and, and moved to, you know, back to New Zealand and had a child and changed that way of life. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I came back to New Zealand quite unexpectedly when I was pregnant and that within itself 
there's huge identity shifts that occur when you become a mother. And, um, and I went through, you know, a really significant life experience, which kind of forced a whole lot of new identity changes for me. And um, I wasn't expecting to, I guess, deal with a lot of the stuff that I did when I moved back to New Zealand. And I didn't know that I'd be settling down here quite so permanently. Um, but um, incredibly, you know, I think women are extremely strong creatures. And I think becoming a mother also um, kind of tests your boundaries and kind of shows you your own um, capacities in a way that you could never predict. And so I mm. continue to travel back to um, New York um, and sometimes the West Coast as well to continue with the business. And we were still, you know, kind of thriving despite me being on a different continent, not sleeping, you know, um, pumping on airplanes and trying to, you know, wrangle that. Now that I look back, I'm like, how did I get on a plane like eight weeks after my kid was born? <laughs> so, um, but you, oh you just kind of make, you make it, you adapt and you make it work. But so that, that's kind of been like my life for the past two years and then COVID hits. And so to be fair, you know, okay, real was, you know, started as a community and then we built out, we built our business around um, events and partnerships and, partnerships with brands that was our revenue model essentially and so when all of a sudden um mm -hmm. you cannot make money or when all of a sudden it is literally illegal to gather in groups and that is what your business you know <laughs> you own an events business I mean I remember we would yeah. yeah we were just about to launch this course as well this mentorship course on how to um how to kind of gather in these mental circles that we've been doing for so long that you were a part of that you mentioned. And then this pandemic hits and I'm like, Oh my God, like that's my, that's my literally my bread and butter. <laughs> how am I supposed to, um, how am I supposed to kind of flip this on its head overnight? But if I'm being completely honest, we, that, that, that events landscape in terms of from like a monetary perspective, like a monetizing becoming mm -hmm. um, trickier and I think you know people um, when we first started doing these kinds of events and this was a lot like okay we launched a, a long time ago and it was kind of a new form of marketing if you will and um, mm -hmm. over the years it's been far you know it's become far more commonplace for brands to do kind of events and in-person um, kind of panels yeah. things like that and workshops and so um, that landscape was getting crowded and so we really, that what kind of, what the pandemic has done is just shifted us into a space that we probably should have um, been exploring earlier, but I was so busy with hosting events and traveling that um, I really didn't have the time that it needed in order to kind of build this new pillar, which is taking everything online. And we're now, um, you know, pushing out these digital courses, um, this entire suite of digital products ranging from eBooks, um, and I'm looking at how to kind of bring that mentor circle experience that you had to almost like a, an online mentor circle coaching program, something or other, which I know that you um, mm -hmm. saw the other day. And um, so it's, I think the thing is we're right now in a time of like a lot of output, you know, we're, we're creating a lot yeah. of behind the scenes and, and just kind of crossing our fingers and, um, hoping that this community will travel with us to a new way of working and um, 
But in terms of habits, so to get back to your original question, I am a, I am a rambler. Um, no worries. My, the entire way I kind of live my life and do my work has um, completely changed, completely changed. A huge part of who I was or and who I am is still very much tied into New York City, which was my home, and all of my friends mm. are all my clients are there. And so it might not have been a habit, but it was definitely – this ritual of every few months going to New York and being um, just pumped up by all of these people and being so energized and being so Mm. driven and wanting to um, kind of wanting to do better. And so that's been really interesting to not have, to not have that. Um, Mm. So I guess. That's so interesting because it was kind of like, it's like a sub community that you you can't access face to face on a regular basis but it was still energizing you in a lot of ways it seems yeah and i think you know when you live in new york you get exhausted by that because that energy is so <laughs> exhausting when you don't live in new york and you just get the bite size kind of you know i'd go there for two weeks at a time and i'm it's like i'm instantly back in my um my zone you know and I know it and you you just get kind of firing on all cylinders you get the best of it and um Mm -hmm. so that you know the question I'm asking myself recently you know as of late is well how do I recreate that same sense of drive and that same how do you how do you kind of replicate um a state of mind without being somewhere because Mm. I do notice like a huge shift in my my outlook and my perspective when I haven't been to New York for a while, I get a lot smaller and I get more closed minded. I get more insecure. I get, and you know, it's weird. I always thought I'd go back and mm. feel kind of like oh, I've been away and like nobody, but it's the opposite. Whenever I go back, I always feel like a great version of myself. So it's, mm. yeah. How to tap into that. Yeah. It's like how to, I mean, I'm, I'm like playing that New York state of mind. What is it? The Jay-Z song? Yeah. I don't even know what it is, but that's like playing in my head yeah. exactly when you were yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that. But yeah. It's, and I mean, I think that applies to a, a lot of people right now, especially as it relates to community building and like community access, because we can't get that jolt of energy right now mm. as we normally would, whether it's going to New York for you or for some, it's just going to a yoga class or for others, it's, having a, people over for a dinner party, like that, like oomph, that spark that brings us back to life and makes us feel like the best version mm-hmm. of ourselves is harder, harder to come by, but everyone is still seeking it. And I mean, I know what you're doing with OK Real. It's like, that's what, that's what people are trying to recreate. And it's, it's different online. Like it's not the same yeah. through a video screen, but we still, we're still craving it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. What do you, what have you felt the, um, I mean, other than kind of like that in the general sense, but what do you think women are craving the most right now? Well, I think with women, we rely on, this might be a, you know, it's dangerous to say anything um, online anymore, but, you know, anything generalized, especially when it comes to, you know, gender roles. And but I do think that women, mm. you know, if you date us back as a, as a species, as a sex, we really, we, we survive through community. You know, we raise children through a village of other women. We, you know, we, we create like our livelihood depends on 
the woman we surround ourselves with. And that's changed drastically, obviously, over the past, you know, several hundreds of thousands of years. But um, I think that for me as somebody who, like I'm a raging extrovert and I get my energy from other people and I rely so heavily on the woman in my life to, um, to kind of lift me up in a different way that I depend on the men in my life. And mm-hmm. um, if anybody feels like me right now, they probably feel, this is just, I think there's a sense of isolation um, I felt that before COVID because I'm now, you know, back in this little island and I've got an incredible family here, but that doesn't mean that I don't miss my friends. And I think mm-hmm. if you're, if you've lived somewhere like New York, that, you know, your, your friends and your community do become a family. And so totally. in terms of women in general, all I can say, all I can speak to is that um, I know that I feel more isolated now than I have in the past. I think, yeah, lacking that in-person connection is is tough. And especially if you thrive off of it naturally, you know? I think all the mm. introverts are having a great time. I'm, they're probably like, thank God, you know, like finally everybody's leaving me alone. Um, but yeah, if you're an extrovert, I feel you, I feel your pain. It's so rough. Yeah, I I will say that I I am an introvert mm. at heart. I'm like I'm like I'm a I'm a split. I'm like a seventy thirty. Yeah. But uh, definitely COVID has been um, you know, obviously never wish it never happened in a lot of in every single way. But at the same time, it gave me a lot of space to not mm. like no foam. I didn't have FOMO for X amount of months. It was just like a nice yeah. space to breathe. Yeah. But everyone needs community in some sense, introvert, extrovert or not, like you need that jolt. So I think um, across the board, it's just like, how long is that like span of time that you're willing to go for extroverts? It's a lot smaller yeah. and introverts are kind of able to like stretch it. But it's adjusting. It's about, it's not kind of like sitting and crying in a corner, you know, it's like, it's again, it goes back to that. Well, how can you recreate that sense of, because this is going to be, this is not clearly something that's going to go away overnight. This is like a new way of living um, for better, for worse. Mm -hmm. And so there's a certain amount of, okay, well, this is what, you know, this is what it is. How are we going to deal with it? So being Mm -hmm. pragmatic um, while also, yeah, honoring those feelings of like loss or loneliness there's a, yeah. a tricky balance, but mm. Mm. very tricky. I mean, this is the perfect time to <laughs> reset your life, so to speak. So I'm curious to hear more about the OK Real course on, you know, what that is. What are what are you giving women with this new course on yeah. how to reset and um, what can we get excited about? Yeah. So where do I start? I think in a nutshell, <laughs> everything that we're talking about right now, uh, I think that there's just a general feeling of stagnation. You know, all of my girlfriends who I talk to and all of the women who I come into contact with and men, I mean, you know, okay, real has traditionally been pointed towards women, but with these courses, you know, anybody can take them. But I think that it's just general feeling of like, oh, I didn't achieve my goals this year. I kind of feel gross. Like I, or I feel insecure mm. and there's like a lack of stability for a lot of people. Some people have lost not only their jobs, but, you know, the way that they live their lives is completely been turned on its head. Um, And there are a lot of people out there trying to figure out what their purpose is and, um, you know, how to kind of 
I guess not late 2020, which is just a, a, a giant meme at this point, um, kind of drag them, you know, kicking and screaming in 2021. Mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to reclaim their sovereignty over their lives. I think everybody is in a state of kind of like, okay, well, how do I get grounded and how do I just get my shit mm-hmm. together? So that I've got a clear head and I wanted to create this course with that feeling in mind of, you know, when you, you're kind of feeling like this and you get on a call to one of your best girlfriends, I just kind of give you a bit of a shake up and they give you compassion <laughs> and they, you know, they're kind and they're empathetic, but they also tell you to um, kind of snap out of it. And this is what you need to do. So I wanted it to be this equal combination of kind of compassion and directness and give people a plan to reset. And so it's called the real reset. Mm. And we focus on reclaiming your peace. Um, and we talk about, you know, reclaiming your power and figuring out how your purpose weaves into those two things. So that launches in about a month and a half, um, depending on when this goes live. And yeah, <laughs> so I just wanted to give people the tools to kind of, yeah, reset what's been a really shitty year for a lot of us. Yeah, I I love that um, connection to a call with one of your best girlfriends. I had one of those yesterday. Mm. I was just in a funk and I called my best friend Kaki and she just like lifted me up yeah. in so many ways. We were talking about my job. We were talking about the podcast. We were just talking about moving. We were talking about our relationships. And I had, she just was like, she just gave me that jolt of energy in so many ways. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's what I needed. Yeah. And it's like, how do you take a sip of that? Whatever you need it, you know, and, and sometimes mm. we can't always call the people that are going to get us there. Or the people that are going to get us there aren't in a mood to get us there for some reason mm-hmm. and they can't do it that day. So I think it's really important to be able to like build that on your own, you know, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, this podcast is all about the small things that make room for big changes. Mm-hmm. So is there one small habit in your life that led to a bigger transformation? It can be recent, it can be years ago, but one little thing that made room for a big change. I don't know if this is a habit and I'm thinking of this um, really off the top of my head, but something that I've always done yeah. is if um, that seems small at the time, is if I can't, um, if I can't figure it, if I don't know how to do something, then I'll teach myself. So I'm not sure if that's a habit, but it's almost like a, um, a reaction. So mm. a sense of curiosity combined with pragmatism or um, I'll figure it out is a habit in the way that there's a lot that I don't know and a lot that comes up every day that I, I'll read something, I don't know what that means, or I'll have to um, figure out how to produce a course or I'll have to, um, mm-hmm. you know, learn how to, a, a whole new way of marketing for something or I'll have to, um, uh, my video editor cancels at the last minute and so I have to learn how to edit video and um, I have to learn how to film or I have to, learn how to create a website or, you know, there are so many things that I've had to learn how to do by myself. And so if I have to, if I had to extract a habit from that, I'd say the habit is to, when you are confronted with something that you aren't sure about and that provokes a feeling of fear or um, that feeling of like, oh, I can't do this. 
I think there's a, definitely a habit I've kind of fine-tuned or just turned into a reaction of, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure yeah. it out. So that small habit of changing that mindset of like, oh, it's too hard to, I'll figure it out. And that's a small yeah. mindset habit, I guess. It's less of like a, you go for a run every day at 6 a.m. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a mentality habit, I guess. Mm. That has just, that's how I built my business. It's how I've, um, it's how I've done everything in my life. you just figure it out. And I think that there's people get really caught up. Like, I don't have the money or I don't know. And we, we, and I do this too. Of course I do build up all of these excuses. I think that's a really simple mindset. Um, like a habitual thing where instead of saying, I can't do this, you just tell yourself that you'll figure it out. And that will take you, um, to great places if you are determined enough. Does that, yeah, does that work? I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, that totally works. There's no rules. Okay. I don't have any rules for the podcast. But I think that it's funny that you say that because right before this call, I was just kind of thinking about what you've been, you know, putting out into the world over the past couple of months. And mm. one of them is the Ask Amy series. Yeah. And the Ask Amy series has taken multiple shapes and forms over the past three, four years that I've yeah. I've known you and okay real. Yeah. And it's just like it's so cool to see it this light and the videos. I'm like, ooh, how did she do those? Those are fun. <laughs> it's just like I'm like, I want to know more. So it's I mean, whatever you're teaching yourself or if that's the video editor, like it's working and it's fun. And I I I think I can sense that curiosity in you from miles and miles away, obviously, and and just from, so nice. from knowing you the way that I do. But I think it's it rings true. Like that's that's just that that it rings true for who you are, and I, I love that. That's kind of a guiding uh, habit or so mentality cool. for you. It's funny that you say that. It's me being <laughs> like, should I try this? Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, it's why that not? curiosity, exactly. Like if you're stuck in a no, no mindset or like a I mean, it's even kind of um, a scarcity mindset. It sounds like, oh, I don't have the tools to do mm. X, Y, and Z rather than like, well, I have this and I can yeah. figure it out yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. We're all capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. I think that's the other thing. I think the biggest disservice I've ever done to myself is underestimate. Mm. The biggest disservice I think I've ever done to myself is to underestimate my capabilities. And I think we hinder ourselves so unnecessarily. And Mm. I do it all day long. Like I, you know, I'm like, oh, I've got this great habit. Like, yeah, I do, but that's still, I'm I'm sure I could be like really great if I wasn't such a, I don't know, so sensitive. There are all these things, right? But I think that. um, Well, we're sensitive and we get distracted mm. and like all these things come up and it's you have to be you know focused but also yeah flexible yeah yes indeed indeed all right well before you leave us I would love to know if you have one habit nugget that you would like to share with the world so a tip you just shared kind of a habit like a habit nugget a little bit but and any other thing like a resource a book article tool quote I think that whatever you want yeah I was thinking about this I think that um we get really tripped up on the idea of self-care and habits and rituals and the way that if it's not, um, done at a regimented time, 
and it doesn't fit into that bucket or if it's like we don't do the tongue scrapey thing and then the jade roller or the I don't know like the green juice like the read the book like the you know like a really great book about the fancy literature and the uh, you know there are all of these things and I'm like do people li li live lives like this like I'm just trying to make it through the day you know um what I will say is that I think that self-care and ritual and habit can be they should be they should be about what you need and less about what you think you need so for me something that I've realized that I need far more than I need like a meditation session is like my self-care my self-care is my people so I will literally shrivel up and die if I don't if I'm not in like constant communication and I'm not like a stage five well maybe I am a stage five clinger but you know I <laughs> like my the you know my my oxygen is you know speaking with my girlfriends I think mm. as well you know being far away speaking with my friends um speaking with my mom regularly even you know har harassing my partner um to talk to me who's also a major introvert so being in you know having my people and knowing that my relationships are solid that to me uh is is huge that's like the foundation for everything else in my life if my relationships are, are in a good place then i can do anything so for me mm. self-care is actually looking after my relationships with my people so i think that's something i'll I'd leave people with is um you can you can you know make rituals um make them work for you instead of trying to fit into what you think you should be doing every day or Especially if you're, you know, if you're running a business, if you, if you're, a, if you're a parent, I mean, if you're doing both, you're not going to have the time. You just don't have the time. Something else that somebody literally, I'm so guilty of trying to, you know, fit everything in to time that I don't have. And they're like, you realize that it is physics. Like you, you have a box, like your life is like this. And if you put something in the box and the box is full, like something has to come out. And I was like, Whoa! <laughs> I was like, I never thought about it. Though I was like, no, you just shove a box. You just keep going until you like explode. And I, you know, it, I literally had to have somebody do this kind of um, explanation with their hands, like I'm doing, which nobody will see because this is going to be a podcast. But, um, you get the idea. So I think, um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, know your limits, and also, um, yeah, mm. give yourself what you need, and that can be. Mm, I, yeah, I love that. And it's actually, um, that's so connected to what inspired me to kind of start talking about this with people because I wasn't doing the seven step matcha turmeric mm -hmm. latte with the jade roller and an ice pack yeah. and like going on a seven mile run and doing mm -hmm. a 45 minute yoga flow every morning on top of two hours of meditation a day. Like I wasn't doing that. Yeah. And that wasn't, that, that was stressed me out. And so I was like, there has to be a place where, or like there has to be somewhere where I can just talk to women about what they're actually doing with their lives. And we all have such different definitions of habits and routines and rituals, mm. and we all have different things that work for us. And actually what's been sort of coming out through these conversations is it's not so much the exact thing that I do at the exact specific time. It's, these are the buckets that I need to fill mm. for me. And this is how I fill them. Mm. And so if I need creativity and community and, you know, alone time, then I can put different things into those buckets mm. on different days. Some And like, if I need to work out, like 
it'll I'll do different things and they'll each fulfill me in the way that they need to fulfill me but it's not necessarily sticking to this rigid plan that is self-care and self-care is not bubble baths and face masks it's just knowing what you need and taking care of yourself like when you think of it that way you're like oh yeah. it's not a an industry it's just a mindset mm. yeah absolutely I like the idea of buckets it's a good way to look at it we're both we're both boxes and bucket girls apparently boxes and, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah exactly yeah. I really like that box example that like that you really put something in it comes out I was like oh my god yeah it's like wow mind, mind blown yeah <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for being here Amy I always appreciate getting to spend a little time with you oh, and thanks, um, Zoe this is so cool oh yeah I can't wait to see what this turns into yeah it's been it's the beginning it's been fun mm. it's just the beginning yeah all right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's definitely one uh, I will come back to. And if you're interested in learning more about OK Real, like I said, okreal.co and Amy's Instagram is fr.amyamy uh, on Instagram and they're at heyokreal on Instagram as well. All right, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of your January, and hopefully you'll be hearing my voice soon. Have a good one. 